and welcome to another episode of Unstoppable Overcomers, and I'm your host, Dorothy Odell, for this evening. Just want to give a shout out to our sponsor of tonight's show. You know, are you tired of feeling stuck in your career and business? Are you ready to unlock your full potential and establish your goals with compounding growth so that you can live a life like it's a walk on the beach? Then listen up, because I have some exciting news for you. Today's live cast is sponsored by The Left Hook Coach, an innovative entrepreneurial venture partner that will take your income and self-expression to the next level. With his established five-pillar methodology, the Lovefoot Coach can help you build a solid foundation for success and expand your full potential. As a venture growth coach, the Lovefoot Coach is dedicated to sponsoring, partnering with you and your established business to help you grow your income and achieve your goals. Whether you're an entrepreneur or a professional looking to take your career to the next level, the Lovefoot Coach can provide you with support, guidance, and resources you need to succeed. So to go and get your 30-minute free consultation today, definitely um, hit Christian up at right there on the screen, calendly.com backslash XIN left backslash 30-minute question mark month equals 2023-05. All right. So tonight we have an amazing, amazing, amazing episode. And this is an episode that I've wanted to have for a very, very, very long time. So welcome to the stage, Heather and Angie. Welcome, ladies. Hello Hi there. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you. Absolutely. So, you know, I put a plea out there for an interesting friend story and Heather contacted me right away and said, we have the friend story for you. So ladies, share with us a little bit about yourselves first and then we'll go into how y'all met. Or that might even intertwine with how y'all met. Who knows? We'll start with Heather first this time. Uh, I'm wife and, and mother to three, two, two, two stepsons. Um, I recently just um, left a position that I was in uh, here in Arizona and currently working on um, getting my life coach certification. And then um, somewhere down the road, we'll be collaborating and and working on some projects with Angie. Okay. Angie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so I'm a licensed alcohol and drug counselor. I work with people who struggle with mental health and substance abuse. Um, I have three of my own children, two stepdaughters and five grandchildren and two grandchildren on the way. Um, and, but, but my journey is a little colorful um, the path that I that I traveled, um, which um, will will kind of tie into my oldest son, um, happens to be Heather's stepmom, or Heather happens to be his stepmom. So that's how Heather and I got together. But there's a whole lot of stuff in between there. So yeah, so there you have that. And I'm actually in the process. I'm I'm the author of the book Hope Feeler: A Way Out. Uh, I'm a public speaker. I um, speak. To, to different people regarding my book and my journey. And I'm in the process of becoming a life, life coach. And Heather and I have a few irons in the fire of what we're going to do moving forward. I absolutely love that. And, you yeah. know, so everybody knows that I'm a stepmom. And, you know, I, I have said from day one that, you know, if you could all just get along for the kids' sake uh, and build a relationship out of it, uh, at least for the kids, then, you know, you're winning, you're, you're setting yourself up, your kids up for amazing success. And right. so I can't wait to hear this story because I, I'm excited about it. I hear so many women bashing, um, 
you know, the other mom or the other dad or things like that. And men too, men do it too. Um, but it's, it's nice when you can hear one of these stories that are, wait, let's, let's put everything aside. And I'm not saying it happens at the beginning because trust me, I get it. Uh, and, and, you know, we have to get through our stuff to get to the rainbow. Right. So let's, let's hear about, let's hear your, your story then Angie, cause you it's, I, I have a feeling it kind of starts with you first. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I, um, I came from a very dysfunctional family. Um, life was a little challenging for me and I searched for love in all the wrong places. And I started um, dating David, who is Heather's husband. Um, we were best friends. We were together all through high school. These glasses are, that's okay. We're just going to roll with it. Then I can see your faces. Um, so anyways, back on track. Um, so I met David and we were together for about three and a half years. Um, best friends. And um, I ended up pregnant. And I got pregnant on prom night my senior year, our senior year. And the theme was a night to remember. <laughs> totally a night to remember. <laughs> so, so that's an ongoing joke in our family. Um, and um, I wasn't, I didn't, David and I were, we were kind of growing apart. We were still good friends. We never really fought. And I'm like, I'm going to give the baby up for adoption. And um, he was, he was in a rock and roll band. Um, so the whole time that we were together and then he branched off to another little another town doing his band stuff. And when I was like eight and a half months pregnant, I said, you know, I'm going to keep this baby. Um, and so I decided to keep him and he was born and um, I was pretty much a, a single mom uh, until I was a single mom with Jamie all the way through. Dave and I kept in contact, but um, he he had his own things going on. I had my own things going on. And, and then I ended up, um, getting introduced to methamphetamine and my life took a turn for the worst. I ended up having two more children. Um, but my oldest son, Jamie, um, is eight and a half years older than my son, Brady. And then my daughter, Faith, um, is 14 years between Jamie and Faith. So that's kind of my little situation. And then I got arrested by, um, Oh, do I want to go there right now, Heather? Do we want to talk about when we first met? Because you were intertwined through all of that. In 2006, wasn't it? Yeah, right when Jamie was graduating. Okay. Right, right, in, that, right in that area. Well, I'll let you take over this part. And then I'll add some more. <laughs> yeah, so I think did I did. We were at the bar. <laughs> but was that first or, or Jamie's graduation? Jamie's graduation, but we were at the bar. David's band was playing. And, and yeah. I think that was the first time that we communicated. And so, so he's, he's playing up on the, he's playing up on the stage in the band. And I happened to sit down and listen to music and strike up a conversation with a very, very, very nice guy, which ended up being Angie's brother. And so we're chatting and Angie uh, comes rolling in to the event. And so fast forward to the, the band's over and she's like i'm out of here we're gonna go party and i so i looked at my husband I'm like I, let's go she looks like fun he said uh no, no i don't think we're going to that party I'm like why not and i'm not very happy because she looked like we really have a lot of fun together well i didn't know that 
that wasn't a party that was probably going to be what I thought it was. <laughs> so I didn't yeah. get to go party with Angie. <laughs> that was kind of, I don't think I saw you then for a while. Right. Uh, yeah. I think it was Jamie's yeah. graduation the next time. Yep. Uh, Jamie's graduation. Um, then we all went back to your mom's house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. After the graduation. So I get to be around her a little bit then, but that was about it at the very beginning. Right. So then I got arrested by the feds and I went to federal prison for manufacturing meth and my whole entire life fell apart. Right. I mean, like I was a complete mess. I, I wasn't the same person sitting here today. Um, I didn't know what I was going to do. Both of my parents just died. David was still like one of my best friends. Heather was always very, very kind to me, but we really didn't communicate a lot because I was in a different world than, than they were. Right. Um, so I got arrested and my, my oldest son, Jamie, took both of my younger kids because both of my parents had just died. And so, and actually my, my daughter's dad um, was in federal prison and he had a 10 year sentence and we were split up when he went away. So Jamie is 21 at this time, and he is taking care of Brady and Faith. So Jamie was 21, Brady was 13, and Faith was seven. So he would. So the day after I left, um, Brady's dad contacted Jamie and said, "I want to, I want you to send him out to me so that I can visit because he didn't even know his dad really, and then he never gave him back. So then Jamie was just like the guardian of my daughter Faith, and so. During that time, I was gone for a little over four years. And during that time, Heather jumped in and helped both of my children and Brady when she could from a distance, right? So I didn't even really know that she was doing this until about halfway through my sentence, her and I started communicating through an email system called Core Links. So that's how we kind of got, um, I knew she was a good woman. I knew that she was good for my son and I knew that she was a loyal female, right? She didn't judge me. Um, so then do you have anything else to add to that, Heather? Like at the, how that kind of happened. So she's very close with my daughter at this point and my son, and she's really carrying on like a, a, a female role in their lives when they were around. Right. So. Yeah, Cause they had moved to, they had moved to uh, the same city that we were in at that time. And Jamie's um, girlfriend at the time, she she was she was the front um, the front lead, I'd say, as far as the female for Faith. Right. Yes, I would agree. We lived so close together, um, it it all intertwined. And so, um, to your point, we kind of started talking back and forth a little bit, but it still was very apart. But Jamie said. Um, yeah. If you met my mom, if you met my mom in high school, you guys would have, you guys would have hung out. You would have really got along. I said, how do you know that? And he goes, I'm just, I just, I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> how would you know? So moves forward to, um, you got out and yeah, you got 2012. Um, I want to say it was 2013 when Heather and I started communicating. So during this time, Jamie was struggling really bad with his own addiction. And Heather and David were able to see some of that stuff because I wasn't in the present, right? I was gone. And so there was some stuff going on. So Heather, you and I communicated just a little bit at that time. And then Heather goes, 
get, gets a hold of me and says, hey, so so let's just back up a smidget. So Travis, my daughter, Face Dad, um, him and I did both did a year-long program. So we, we, we really did a lot of work on ourselves. And we were communicating through that core link email. And we got out about a month and a half apart, and we were in the same halfway house. And we've been together ever since. It'll be eight years we've been married this August. Awesome. So, so now we have face dad and we have Jamie's dad and then we have Jamie's stepmom. So Heather got a hold of me and she says, Hey, hairballs playing down where we live. You and Trav want to come down and go on a party bus and um, go to hairball. And I'm like, <laughs> well, let me ask Travis and we'll see, you know, cause I thought that sounded like fun. Cause you have to remember like, that's the era that we all grew up in. And right. So I said and, to my and our and our husband's personalities are a lot like what, how you explained your husband. Yes, yes. So this is perfect. What could go wrong? Right. <laughs> so, and Travis, or, I mean, and, and Heather and I are both outgoing. So I said, "Hey, Trav, like, um, you know, Heather, Heather invited, you know, and I, I'm playing it out, and he's like, why in the hell would I want to go hang out with Jamie's dad?' <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, because it would be fun. So. I, it just took a little bit and he's like, okay, let's go. So we had, we started out to go to their house. It was about two hours away. And then there was a blizzard, but we made it there. And so I'll let you take over from there. When we got there, we're date, like what happened there? Did you have the Stratascend? Is that what you're driving? No, I had the little firebird, that little red yeah, firebird. So there's, it, it's horrible. It's a horrible storm. And they they make it somehow to our house and David's still at work. So Travis being the type of guy that he is, um, they come in, say hello, drop their stuff off. And Travis goes, do you have a snowblower? And oh, are we froze up? I can see, I'm seeing you. We can hear you. I can hear you. Heather, can you oh, hear it's us? It's up on my end. I don't, I'll just keep going. Um, so Travis ends up down in our garage um, getting out the snowblower. And as Dave's coming up the road, he sees this guy out uh, blowing snow out of his driveway. And it's Travis. He's <laughs> going, what is going on? So that's how they meet is Travis snowblowing the driveway for David and come inside and we go to the concert that night and everybody along. Great. They spent the, was, spent the night. Yeah. We had a blast. We had a yeah. lot of fun. Awesome. So it went well, which that that's a little odd that everybody just gets tossed in together and everybody's fine. <laughs> All four parents. But I love that. I absolutely love that that happened. And uh, that is so cool. I, I want to hear the rest of the story before I jump in with our story that just happened. But go ahead. Uh, so, then, so then we just continued on, right? We continued to communicate and um, things um, were very trying and concerning regarding our son, right? So he continued to do his thing. And I was really consumed with a lot of guilt and shame. And so um, I was I was handling Jamie in a certain way because I didn't want to lose him because he's a heroin um, opiate addict. And so during that time frame, they think there was a little two ends against the middle happening. Um, Heather and I were actually communicating a lot. There was only like one little patch 
that we just stopped talking. But from the day that the hairball happened until today, our relationship has done nothing but get stronger. And I like I thank David all the time for marrying a good woman. And um, one, I mean, she is my very best friend. I have best friends, but like she's my daily confidant. And there's a lot of stuff in the middle there, right? But through it all, we have worked through, gone through, experienced some of the the best and worst moments, and we've done it as a team. So my husband and David are best friends. I love that. Mother and I are best friends. We see each other five times a year. We make two or three trips down there and they make two or three trips and they usually spend Christmas or New Year's with us and we're down there the other time. So we spend a lot of time together. Wow. Shenanigans, Dorothy. A lot of shenanigans. Oh, I tell you. This this sounds so awesome. And you're right. Like my husband was is the type of like, I'm not going nowhere. So I get it. Uh, I think I shared that experience with you. And it, so ironically, I didn't tell you ladies this. So my husband's birthday was last Friday. Then, well, sorry, June 9th was his birthday. And um, so um, his ex comes over because she's dropping my son Brady off or their son Brady off over here for something. And uh, she goes, Hey, you know, I didn't realize that that, that wasn't your weekend. Cause we were going to take Brady. They, her and her husband were going to go to this uh, cornhole, uh, cornhole tournament. And she goes, why don't I buy tickets and we'll all go together. I was just like, whatever. I said, it's Joe's birthday. My husband, like I said, he just wants to come home from work and bed. She just wanted to go out in public to, and see anybody. And uh, he said, yes. And so we went, oh my God. So her, I've never been able to be DD in the six years we've been together ever. Or I've always been DD. I've never, you know, I've always had to drive my husband around but since it's his birthday there's no way in hell you're going to get him somewhere especially on his birthday so her husband was the dd drove us out to mcgregor did this tournament had a great time went out for dinner afterwards and so i said to him the next day i'm like so wasn't that a good birthday and he's just like yeah it was it was pretty good and that's high praise from my husband that's like that is everybody's like hell yeah really good time. yeah he yeah. had a good time so um, I love the the stories and and how you you know how you've made it work and and the fact that you wanted to go party with Angie. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're gonna have to get together and party. That's 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 what we're gonna have to do. And do you know? Do you know that like you know that feeling when there's just one person you can say anything to? You can just do anything. Yeah. Like that's us. Like it's just like. You know, I don't even care who you're and David and I will, we'll talk about the past and throw stuff out there and neither Heather or Dave or Travis, it's just all fun and games. Like we just, it's like we were all meant to be like just best friends. Like we're going to retire together somewhere And Heather says with our ass in the sand somewhere. That's right. <laughs> Well, I have a goal for Christmas that I've been working on for two years and I'm really going to really hundred percent go for it this year. And that's that we all spend Christmas in Florida um, is what I want. Uh, right. Wouldn't that just be like an amazing Christmas gift and, and my ass on the beach and not having the Christmas dinner, breakfast or yep. dinner would be amazing. 
fish tacos instead. That's right. Oh my, this could be dangerous, but yeah. And, and so my husband gets along with her husband and it's, it's, it's absolutely wonderful. So it, it can happen. So if you're listening right now and you're in a situation where you don't think that you could move past that, if you're, you know, if there's uh, co-parenting with somebody and you're, you're thinking that there is no way in hell, there is a way. Right. And, and so, yeah. you know, uh, I, I love the story. Absolutely love it through thick and thin and then becoming everybody's has as best friends. Like, come on now. Yeah. That's awesome. And it's, yeah. not, it's not just with my oldest son. Right. So she has um, her and David have a son and then there's another son from another marriage with David. And then I have my so like we are all we like gather around and it's a village so like my kids reach out to Heather and like we're all like one big happy family. One big commune family. It's like yes. sister wives. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I yeah. love it. But it takes a village to raise children nowadays anyways. Right. Absolutely. Yep. There's never yeah. a dull moment. I can guarantee that. There's never a dull moment. And you know, one comment, Heather's usually the one that'll just like throw something out that that happened along the way. And it's just like, she'll take notes in her phone, like different stuff. And the stuff that, that goes on, like if you said something around anybody else, they would never get it. But the entire family just cracks up because <laughs> you, well, what we learned, Dorothy, is at the end of the day, for the longest time, we worried, we had anxiety, we like cried. Like then we got to a point where we would laugh about things, not because it was a funny matter because that was the way that we chose to cope with stuff, you know, like we had left. Yeah. So that, because things got, I mean, our son's doing really well now. He, he's doing really well. I was going to ask that. Yeah. He, I mean, he's doing the best that he's ever done. Let's just put it that way. Right. It's, and like, what do you always say, Heather? What do you always say? Oh, that's a wide open. (laughs) It's it's never going to be a hundred. No, it's never going to be a straight line. It's never going to be a straight line. That's what she says. Yes. She's my mind of reason because I'll come over here and I'm like, ah, because I have all of these. And then of course I'm working in this field. That's I'm moving on. Right. I'm going to be moving on. I need to get away from that. But I know I served a good purpose for a while, but that's a lot of it. Like there's so much stuff with that. And, and, um, but now Jamie knows he's known for a while that he's got four solid parents that mm-hmm. are working together as a team. Um, and I think it was just last year, the first time that he spent time with us, all of us, he tried to avoid us um, when the four, because it was too much for him. He's like, I can't believe you're all together. And like, you know, <laughs> it's right. funny. yeah. But, and, and I can see that because um, Jen and I have a, a great relationship, like, for the last four years, we've been able to, her and I are on the same wavelength for, for parenting. And my husband and I are kind of not. Um, and so it's funny because I've caught our stepson, my stepson in a lie before. And so I'll text her and I'm like, Jen, is this true? And so she'll give me the truth. So I, I turn around to, to little man and I'm like, oh, okay, well, this is the truth right from your mom. And, and I show him the phone and he goes, okay, okay, I I. I didn't do that. And, you know, I'm sorry, you know, you caught me. And I'm like, what you don't realize is, but like your mom and I are on the same page. And so you're never going to be able to get away with shit. So just stop. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and, I and they, I think Jamie uh, got to that point a, a few times. Yes. Just yes. a few. Yes. <laughs> Just a few. <laughs> and so here's a fun fact. My my middle son, Brady, lives in Arizona, very close to Heather. And so, and I just had a grandbaby with him and his sweet little girlfriend. Um, and so she, Heather's down there and like, she, it makes me feel good. I mean, they have a wonderful family with her family down there, but it makes me feel good knowing that Heather's down there. If something happens, you know, she, so that's another really cool thing. So when we go down there, I get to see my other son and and I, and I get to be, spend time with my best friends. It's great. That's even better, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yes, I love that. Oh, wow. And would you say that, um, again, this is one question you don't have to answer, but has there any been anywhere been a time where it been a little bit overwhelming for both of you saying, okay, you know, um, I guess you can't handle this at this moment. And, you know, I'm the mom or like, anything like that has that been a, a case in any of it's more like i pass the torch or she passes it back and we just grab it and run <laughs> but that's one that. of the things that you were really really good at is she let me do that mm -hmm. she allowed me to do that yeah right um yeah so you're, yeah. you're not fighting against right that of it. like right. there there's no jealousy um, at all. And I mean, it's just, here's one thing that I would like to just point out, like my job is very stressful and there's times when I just have a lot going on and I'm just overwhelmed and I'm just, my brain is full. And when my son had stuff going on, if I didn't answer something, he would call Heather and Heather was always, always, she's the sound mind. So she's able to like pull him back in. She's able to kind of pull me back in when things are going on. Mm -hmm. And um, Jamie says over and over again, I, I, I can't believe I have two wonderful, fabulous moms. Like I serve a purpose and, and Heather serves a purpose and he knows that he's got one or the other. And that, I mean, you can, you couldn't wish anything better on a child, right? I mean, exactly. he's 35. I mean, he's not a child. He's 35, but he has, yeah. he, he loves us both and we love him. Right. Well, and I, and I think that that's at the end of the day, I know Jen has said, uh, Brady, you have no idea how much love you have. Cause not only does he have her side, her husband's side, my husband's side and my side, like, it's just like so many people are rooting for him. You know, he can't, but he, the, there's no failing. It's just like, it's, there's always somebody there for him. Right. And, and I mean, he's only 11 going on 40. Um, <laughs> but there's a lot of people in his corner. And sometimes I'm sure it's overwhelming for him, especially, you know, because uh, the stepdad's very involved as well. Um, you know, we're always there for him. And I think at the end of the day, that is what matters. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. I'm just going to take a commercial break here. So just give me one moment here. Get my notes. All right. Just going to go like this. All right. So have you and your partner ever had this commentary before? My partner never listens to me and we argue all the time. My partner has to always be right and everything is always my fault. Our relationship is boring. My partner doesn't trust me and we fight over money all the time. Can we ever agree on anything or even how to raise the kids? Does any of this sound familiar? As a coach, as a couple, 
you have the power to change your relationship and create more money and joy and intimacy. If this is, this is something that you would really love to work on, then I highly suggest going to the highestintentcoach.com. There you will find links to Carrie's book, uh, course and appointments to schedule a private conversation. Just for visiting, you can download her free app, which is uh, definitely 50 things that couples can do for fun. They have the, Carrie has the tools uh, to help you as a couple help yourselves. So come over and discover and find your power. And again, that was at highestintentcoach.com. All right. So back to this amazing story here. Um, so, and, and Heather, like I give you kudos for uh, being a counselor, a, a, you know, a drug and alcohol counselor because. That's me. That's Angie. Oh, Angie. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's okay. I switched. She's I, yeah. I switched. She's a counselor in way. <laughs> I was looking at you on the screen and I said Heather's name. So I do apologize. Um, but you know, I, I believe God put you there for a purpose is to help the, these men and women, right? Because you've been through it, you know what it's like. Um, and I think that, I, I think that's why we go through cert, cert, certain situations. You know, people get so pissed off when we go through the fire and they're thinking, well, you know, but I think, you know, God doesn't love me because of this or that, but I think he allows us to go through those situations so that we help other people. Clearly. Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> The amount yes. of shit that I, we've all gone through, like we can't, oh. we can't sit oh. here reasonably and say, you know, I I came out on the other end, uh, and for no purpose at all. Like everything, there is a purpose in everything. So right. kudos for you for doing that. But I know it must be exhausting helping. helping. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, I'm I'm 54 now, and um, I have. I have visions and I can share those visions with Heather because nothing is out of the ordinary. And we tossed around everything. And I want to say it was like six months ago. I said, you know what we should do? We should be life coaches because like she's the yin to my yang or vice versa. So like the areas that, that I lack, she, I mean, it's just one of them things. And we will talk on the phone for hours. And I said, I think maybe we should do something like this. And then, and then my, my job continued to just suck the life out of me. And I, and I said, I called her, what was it, Heather, like two months ago. And I said, are you ready to, to dive into this yet? And she's like, yeah, I've been kind of pecking along. So it's actually, it, it, it's happening a lot faster. And I truly believe that um, it's it's a calling for me and her. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like there's, there's a message that we can definitely send and help others. And it's time for me to get out of the, the burning pit with people. And um, and help them get to a optimal stage in life, and it doesn't have to just be about substance use because it can be about anything. Because God knows, we've worked with codependency, grief, loss, guilt, shame, anger, resentments. I mean, addiction. It, the list goes on and on and on and on. So, um, yeah, you learn a lot on that path. You do. And the fact that you two are kind of going into business together, or at least collaborating, that's freaking amazing. Yeah. Like you guys are magical unicorns. You, you give me hope for the rest of the world. We're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. unicorns. Put it in your phone, Heather, put it in your phone. Cause you're going to pull this out here. So remember what Dorothy said? And you're going to have little unicorns for us to wear in the garage. <laughs> there we yep. go. Like, honestly, because like, I keep going back to this, like, 
Oh my God. So my brother was married to, to a real treat at one time. And she did give me an amazing nephew. That's all. That's, that is what I can say. And, you know, looking back now, I can honestly, I feel sorry for her. Obviously there were some demons in her closet she was working on, but his divorce was nasty, complete and utter nasty. She, she, instead of co-parenting with him, she made his life a living hell mm -hmm. and it affected my nephew greatly. And we, you know, try to get him help and we tried to bring authorities in on certain different things and either, you know, he didn't, she would make my, say some story to my nephew and would make, um, would make him uh, feel that if he told the truth that he would get, you know, she would do something stupid. Let's just put it that way. And so as, as over here, as an insider trying to, or an outsider trying to get him help, it was like everything I can do not to lose my mind in certain situations. And I mm -hmm. promised myself in that moment, I'm like, if I ever had a child of my own, or if I ever ended up being married to somebody that had a child, I would make damn sure that I would never put that child through that. And and at the beginning, when I first met my husband, it was a little bit rocky, I will say, with with uh, his ex-wife. But uh, I mean, see, here we are six years later and yeah, hey, we go out to dinner with Brady on his birthday and we do things together and what would show on his birthday. So who knows what will happen? But it's just like if, if you are that that parent that wants to hold your kid over your ex's head um right now i'm telling you right now just stop that shit because i freaking hate it number one and number two you're destroying the child it has no, you're not destroying your ex your ex could care less it's your it's the child that you're hurting um and yeah so that's my soapbox on that and i really i you could tell i'm passionate about it because yeah. i've seen i've seen what it does to the children and so when i hear stories like yours and ours and let's make this the norm not the um not the exception right not the exception to the rule let's make this the norm that we can come together co-parent together no matter what happens in life and just really uh be there for each other right yeah i agree absolutely all right so what's that what's next with you guys like i feel like there's more to the story i feel like um i feel like that, oh, there's always just, more dorothy there's just it's, it's never ending you start saying stuff you two are like my spirit sisters here <laughs> and so i kind of want the 411 and the, or the 911 or whatever you want to call it um so yeah so tell us more like what what secrets do you guys have to to keep it all together? Anything, it all any together? juicy stories you want to share? Oh yeah, I thought she was just asking for secrets. I'm like, well, I don't think we should get into that. <laughs> uh, to keep, you know, to keep it all together, I, I, you know, I've oftentimes thought if something happened to Heather, I would be. I would be lost. And I say lost because, and the only reason why I say that is because I've lost so many people in my life and my best friend from prison passed away from cancer and I've just had a lot of losses. And so my mind just kind of, kind of thinks that way sometimes. So what I do with that is I practice gratitude regularly. Um, so, so when I think about Heather, I think about like, just, just how grateful I am um, of, of how she came into my life 
and just the moments that we have together are are great. And we, if I try to go to bed early some night, Dorothy, when we're together, she's like, she calls me Mav, right? So that's my nickname. She's like, Mav, if you die tomorrow, what's it going to matter? So you're staying up. So, and she wins every time. Or she plays a certain song when she's being the DJ, and then I'll stay up. But that's just a side note. Um, <laughs> I so, love it. so I, I think it's just, um, when there's something really going on with one of us, um, we know each other's patterns and we know what we do when each other's available. So if I call her at a certain time of the day, she'll be like, what's wrong? What happened? You know? Um, and I just, I think it's just that we're very honest and authentic with each other and we, talk about just about everything. And, and at the end of the day, it's not just, and now I'm going to use Heather's term. Don't fluff my ass because she said that to me <laughs> once. And I love it because I, and I said, okay, this is what's going to happen. Okay. And I just let her have it. So there, there's some challenges that go on. And, and sometimes we need to hear the truth, the truth, right? We need to hear something that we don't really, and we need to hear sometimes when we're wrong and we're not maybe handling things the right way. And um, we I think can. That's part of the unicorn magic, probably. I think that's it because then I'm like, gosh, why did you? Oh, yeah, you're right. And then I'll be like, gosh. But you know, you can receive those messages from certain people, and certain people you can't. Yes. And so that is a secret that I think Heather and I have mm -hmm. that I don't know how many people have, but it works really well. In fact, last weekend Heather goes, I was I was one click away from getting on a plane and then coming to your house. She was just going to jump on a plane and come down here this last weekend. And, and I'm like, well, you're going to be here in August. And she goes like, so now I'm trying to figure out, I'm going to go to her house in July. So we do this just spontaneously. We just got to be together and float in the pool. <laughs> or you can come to Canada in July and, and, you know, have, we'll have a birthday bash. How's that? That would be Ooh, fun. Yeah. We yeah. can play cornhole. My husband's got to be fun. Dinner. You know, don't, you know, you know, don't threaten us with a good time, Dorothy. We'd be on a plane. <laughs> I got to make sure I can I can do that because I am a felon. <laughs> I don't know if I can go across the country or something. I mean, I've, I'm, I've been a really good girl since 2009, but I do have kind of a colorful past. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's the Canadian government. Hey, if they'll, if they'll let Trudeau run the country, they should be able to let anybody Oh, don't get Heather started. A whole another direction, Dorothy. Yes, don't get Heather. Oh uh, yeah, I I usually don't go into politics on on this show because, but I'm telling you, it is it is embarrassing as hell when you're sitting there and you're watching. Go, I don't watch the news. I I barely watch TV. My husband has control of the TV. It's all sports all the time. Um, but when I do see newscasts and the, the American people are bashing my prime minister. Uh, or premier, no, prime minister, that's what he is, he's the prime minister, when he's bashing my prime minister, I'm just like, I want to cut in a hole, like, and just like, seriously, I'm really not Canadian, I, just really, um, as a matter of fact, my great-grandmother was from Duran, Michigan, so if my grandfather would have had the foresight to get his, his dual citizenship, my ass would be dual citizenship, and I'd be out of here, <laughs> <But> <laughs> Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. that didn't happen and now they're all dead. But anyhow, that's a whole there's other some, side. There's note. some hiccups with our leader too, so. Yeah. 
so just just as a quick side note is it is are you in favor of trump or not are you all in favor of Biden, or are you just forget it let's let's put them all on a bag shuffle the bag and and get a new president i'm in favor for who's ever going to make the changes happen that's who i'm in favor of and, and it's not Great. biden <laughs> i know that's true <laughs> I don't think so. And I don't really talk politics either. I just, yeah. uh, I, I just, but I, but I know my friend has very strong, strong um, views and she's very knowledgeable in that world. So, uh, yeah, I, I, like I said, I'm really, I, I, my girlfriend's like, well, you've got to keep up on this. You can't put your head up your ass and just not pretend that this isn't happening. And I'm just like, girl, you know what? I am one person changing the world for the better in a different direction. I don't give a shit really. Cause no matter who you put in power, they're all going to lie to get into power and then change their shit anyways. So that's, that's my soapbox on politics. Um, now let's get, let's go back to the unicorn. Um, Cause yes, I, I switched topics because I, I, I swear there's a little bit of ADHD somewhere in there. Um, <laughs> well, there's probably a whole bunch in this group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just waiting for my cat to jump up here and so on YouTube. So, wait a minute. Is there a book in the in the works for you too? Because I, I feel like I there's a book, a book there. I wrote a book and will you babe, will you grab my book um on the thing down there? I wrote a book and it's been published it's been out published for um a year in May. And it is oh. it is done very, very well. Well that is awesome. And I, I say very, very well because I really didn't have expectations. Thank you. <laughs> well, y'all better go get a copy right now. Where can they buy it? Hope deal. Hope, Hope dealer. Hope dealer okay. a way out. I love that. Um, it's on Amazon. Um, so is it your your story? Yep, it's my story. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, people, you got to go get it uh, yes. right now on Amazon. Hope dealer. A way out. No Hope dealer a way out. Yeah. Okay. So by, go to Amazon. By Angela right now. Sailor. There we go. Angela, Angela Sailor. Sailor. Yes. Go get your copy today, folks. Run. Don't walk. And, but I also feel like there should be a collaborative book between the two of you. Heather, we've been talking <laughs> about that too. We've been talking about there's so many irons in the fire. And we're we've really thought about that, haven't we, Heather? Mm-hmm. There's so many directions you can go. Well, like we were talking before, right. um, unique of our friendship and our relationship, but then um, unique with the whole entire storyline. So there's lots, there's lots to say. There's lots yeah. of, lots of lessons and experience and knowledge. And what do you do with that? You use it for the good. Right, Dorothy. You use, use it for, for the good. good. You use it for good. You yep. write your book together, your memoir. Well, and here's the thing. You could write it as a memoir together, or you could really have some fun and do it as a nonfiction and embellish, embellish the uh, things a little bit so people really don't know that it's you, but it kind of is you, but it kind of isn't you. That's what I wish I would have done instead of, like, because I did my memoir too, and, and now I'm kind of wishing I would have done it in a different way, but... Who knows? There could be more coming. Who knows? Um, but yeah, you could have lots of fun with that. Yes. Well, I think that's going to happen. I think that um, I think that if we keep mulling around some things here, 
for sure doing a podcast. Um, I think a podcast with Heather and I and adding people, just the, just the stories and the angles we could go that we could help others as, as two moms. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. That's just what's kind of been placed in our, our thoughts. We don't really know what we're going to do with it yet, but this is our first podcast and I'm liking it. So <laughs> I Wait a minute. That- you're virgins. You're virgins. Yeah. You're podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Thank you. I'm you honored. <laughs> I'm honored. I'm honored yes. that I'm your first. Oh, yeah. wow. This is going to make history. So you could say, hey, it all started on Dorothy's podcast, Unstoppable Overcomers. Go check it out right yeah. now on her Roku channel and her and her uh, YouTube channel. Yes, we will do that, won't we, Heather? Oh, this is so cool. This, this is, is fun. So cool. I'm having fun. This is, see, this is, and, and, you know, I've been on different podcasts where they have, okay, so they do questions, like, and I hate that. I'd rather have a conversation because this shows your personality. This shows, um, you know, this shows the essence of who you are. We can all bullshit anything, but I think, you know, once I get people talking and, and then, you know, the, the nerves go away because some people get nervous and some people are mm-hmm. like, well, I don't know what to say. And yeah, but no, just be you. Yeah. It's good. Do you stuff. remember the first podcast that you were on? Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think one, well, one of the first anyways, it was December 8th. I remember the day um, because it was the day that my dad was diagnosed with cancer uh, for, and she says, are you going to be okay to do this? And I'm like, absolutely. And I just went with it. And it just seems that that's been my motto. It's like the eye of the tiger and Mendes's overcomer are my two hit songs for my life. Um, you know? And so, uh, I just roll with it. And so, yeah, it was, it was great. I don't know how many podcasts I was on my first year. I, I don't know anybody who, who wanted me on, I went on and they have this like um, podcast matchmaker too. <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh. So I went on there and um, I created a profile and I was just like going, asking everybody to be on their, on their, on the show. I have been on, I have been on shows all across the world. I've been on Sonia Clark's show uh, over in, from Australia. I've been on, um, oh, what's her name? I can visualize her face. Oh, beautiful woman uh, from Italy. Uh, yeah, I was on her podcast. I it's just yeah, all over the all over the world. I've been on. Was this when you were just starting? Because you're sort you're a life coach, also correct? I I was doing some dabbling in some coaching, but okay. you know what? It, it, there's this way. Okay, so I start to coach, and then you know I get in my head about it because I don't want to fuck somebody up because <laughs> I like. Story of my life, Dorothy. <laughs> this is my thinking. I'm not saying coaches fuck anybody up. They're supposed to help people from fucking each other up. Uh, but anyways, so uh, my my thing was okay. Um, so I got in my head about it, right? And and every time I go to do that, it's just like God was bringing me in the direction of podcasts and media and and video and things like that. So every time I wanted to be a coach. I'd be dragged back into this. So I'm like, you know, why am I fighting this so hard? I, so I just went strictly with podcasting and, 
and um, media and things like that. And so that's what I do. I mean, I've put together programs. What I might do is I might do like a, a, a videos, put it together and sell it as a package and somebody can do it in their home, own home. And if, if they want to follow up with me, I'll give them, I don't know, half an hour of my time or whatever. Um, you know, if they have any questions about what I've done, I don't know. The thing of it is the coaching is really not my thing because here's, here's my thing. Let's, let's be real. I've had coaches for uh, pretty much my entire freaking life. And if I don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it. But yet you hold your coach accountable for it because, well, you know, she's the blah, 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 blah. And I don't want to be the one that someone's screaming at because it didn't work. And, but yet they didn't do the work. And so I have enough drama in my life. I don't need it. Oh, and you can't you ground them, can you? No, no, I hear you, Claire. And, I and every day. <laughs> and, and and the thing of it is, I'll take your money, but I don't want to take your money unless you want change. And if, do you want change? Or are you just telling me you want change? Because I'm calling your bullshit. As you can tell, I'm a straight shooter and not many people can handle that. Yeah. And I can't fluff shit. Like, don't worry that's not who i am right no that's good and you know what the people who are serious about it they they want you to keep it real with them yeah you know yeah that is true and yeah. and but you know i'm already doing something in my life that for the money but i want then uh, that's my day job right i go to work i yeah. put my eight hours in and i come home right and then i do what lights me up so i figure if i'm gonna do if i'm gonna do a business it's gotta light me up and it's gotta be fun because if I'm not having fun, I'm not doing it anymore. That's why I think the podcast other is going to light us up. Light us up. I don't know. Do, you we should be do you think the two of us could do a podcast together? Oh, absolutely. I think it can work. Oh, I don't I, think we should be un left unattended with mics. I know that it can work. You know what? But that's what people. That's what the world needs. That's people people need needs laughter. They need a vulnerability. And they need authenticity. Yeah, there's that word. Be authentic and yeah. be vulnerable. Be who yeah. you are. Yep. And don't and if you're don't lie to them because they'll they'll catch you. Yeah, no, there's there there's no reason to lie. <laughs> no. I'm not saying you would, but I'm just no, saying I, I'm just laughing at Heather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the two of us we're like We've been nope. lied to so much over the years. We're just like, there's no reason to lie. Like we, you know, it's not a, not by anybody, but like, well, you know, yes, yeah, that wasn't yes. towards you, Dorothy. Yeah, I feel Heather's holding something back. I can just feel. What do like you got, Heather? Heather's got something there that needs She's to. She's always set. got something. Ah, uh, no, not not intentionally. I must be smiling too much. Well, I don't know. I think you're thinking, I think you're overthinking and you're thinking, oh, should I say this? But no, I shouldn't. I should keep this nugget to myself. Oh, um, no, I don't, I don't know if I have any, any deep hidden information I need to throw out. I was just thinking, um, <laughs> I was just thinking about how it went from trying to go to the party and then it's here we here we are on a podcast and it's like this all this stuff right and i kind of wish the kids were here 
I kind of do too. Throw in because oh my word. We're gonna do a sequel, and we'll have to have you guys come back and bring the kids and the husbands. Oh boy, August. (laughs) Everybody's gonna be here. So my little girl Faith, she's having a baby. Right. And so everybody will be here in August. So. Oh, we're days. there every year for the birthdays. Yeah, they're here. So Faith and my husband have the same birthday. That's her dad. Um, so every year for several years, we've had this like little annual thing. But we're going to do her baby reveal that weekend. So everybody will be here except for Brady. Brady won't be here. But we can have oh. a sneak peek. Oh, Jamie well, will be here. If everybody's open while you're all together, we'll do, a, we'll do another episode. Uh, <laughs> That'd be so fun. Oh. This we'll call it the Brady Bunch. Perfect. <laughs> on on tilt. <laughs> That's fun. That's you, fun. you are so amazing. Um, and normally around this time we would do the fundamental section of the show. Well, Kimberly has been trying to come on, but her internet is like not letting her. Um, and oh. so I know, so we won't get to meet you won't get to meet Kimberly tonight, but we're still going to do the fundamentals. We'll still have some fun with the fundamentals. Uh, so, ladies, what would you say if you were to leave Earth, planet Earth tomorrow, the three things that you would want people to remember you by? You're up, Heather. I'm going, for, I'm going first. Sure. Um, first and foremost, start with yourself. You start with anybody else that's out of sync. And if you get yourself right, what, whatever that looks like for you, it trickles downhill. It, all the good then affects everybody else. So you, you first. Um, second, what I have for my second one. Um, I would have forget too. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know it was regarding perception because that's huge. Also, there's no, there's no, um, there's no rule book. There's no, there's no. Uh, guide or or directions in life everybody's path and and everybody's perception is what makes their life their life so it's never ever going to look the same so right trust your cut do yours right and and last is do you don't compete with everybody else and don't try to do what they're doing i mean grab ideas and grab thoughts whatever but just have confidence in yourself do it do it your way love and, that Jesus, is the freaking universe reading my mail? Because I swear for the last week I've been getting the same damn messages. Every Exactly what Heather has just said has been my true storyline this week. 100%. I got you. I'm listening. Seriously, I'm listening. <laughs> you got a hand delivered. My ass on a platter uh, last night and tonight <laughs> you. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, that's Angie, what about you? What are your three final um, Well, one thing that I, you know, I think it's really important to try to stay humble and kind to people and to yourself. Um, life is hard. There's so much in life that's hard, but life is really good too. So if you can be humble, it's try to remain humble and kind to to others and yourself. In the long run, that's just, that's a good deed to day, right? Just trying to do the right thing and just looking at things from a gratitude humbling um, set of lenses. It, it just, that's important. Um, uh, 
I let's see. I think my next one is you only have control over yourself and how you react to others. I think maybe it was that one. I say that a lot. I try to live by that one a lot. It's very difficult to do at times. Um, oftentimes, uh, we 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 think that we can control others. We think that we can control so many things. And at the end of the day, we only have control of ourselves and how we react to, to mm -hmm. situations. Um, and that will take so many layers off of your pile if you can practice that. Mm -hmm. um, because, well, Heather and I, we both tried to steer the ship for a long time with my son. And, and at the end of the day, God was steering the ship and helping our son, right? But And then I think my last fundamental would be um, what you allow will continue. Okay. What that's what I got ass my ass on a platter for last night. So thank you. That was okay. So between the two of you, you've nailed everything. Yay! <laughs> well, we're we're here to we're here to please, Dorothy. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Right there, you could have done a whole episode on on your fundamentals, both of you. Maybe we will. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we're supposed to collaborate with the podcast together. Maybe I'm not supposed to do it alone. Who knows? Whatever. We'll figure it out. You you got our contact information, Dorothy. Yeah. Maybe it's part of the plan. Maybe that's part of the big plan. I don't know. You know how many people want to do a podcast with me? I need to get rid of my day job first. That's what I got to do. So once that's done, then I'm all for it. You let um, me know when you're doing that and I'll put my 30 day notice in. <laughs> okay. Can we take a shake? <laughs> love it, love it, love it. I, I, yeah, this could be the start of a beautiful friendship. Who knows? <laughs> well, we're already friends. I feel like we're like yeah. sisters, and we just met. Like seriously, I was saying behind. Normally, I do a pre-interview, and this is the first time that I just went with my gut a hundred percent and said no. Boom. We're just, let's schedule it. And here we are. Um, so yeah, love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, ladies, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank to you for our, having us. Oh, Thanks absolutely. Us. It's a lot absolutely. of fun. Oh, it is. It is. And like I see, if you're, if your family's up to it, we'll do a reunion in August for sure. Um, yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you can't promise what you're going to get because they're all a little, they're all pretty honest and authentic also, but you're going to, you would love that. They would be hilarious. I'm all for it. You know, yeah, yeah I'm all for it. And, you know, I, I said I was going to be the next Oprah and one of Oprah's things that made her famous was, um, don't hide anything. What needs to be said is said, right. And, and, um, mm -hmm. if you, and if you, you know, could, be, if you were a musician, you had to play on her show or if you did this, you had to do that. So that's why I'm always open and vulnerable and authentic with everybody and maybe too much so. But that's just who I am, um, because the whole reason why I started this show was because I never wanted people to feel alone in their circumstances. I mean, when you've gone through as much shit as I have or you have, you know, you, you can feel dark and lonely at times. Right. Uh, and so here we are because I never want somebody um, cause I'm a huge mental uh, mental health advocate. Uh, actually I created the slogan, uh, the hashtag 
two months ago, hashtag healed is sexy. So feel free to use it. Um, awesome. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just really know what it's like. And that's why I really, after losing somebody to suicide, um, I never want people to be in that place and be alone and, and things like that. And that's why I'm open and honest about everything. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. Anyways, I don't know why I went down that rabbit hole, but whatever. Where's the best place? <laughs> if you want people to contact you because they want your coaching and things like that, where is the best place for them to reach you at? You want your email? Um, mine would be mine would be email, which is my name, heatherpitts at gmail.com. Okay. And Angie, where would you like them to go? Um, well, it... I have a different email under my that I can't use right now. I'll use the old faithful. Don't laugh about this one, Dorothy. Okay. I won't. Angie sailor at yahoo.com. <laughs> well, why would I laugh at that? Because it's just like old and like, it's like antique, isn't it? I don't know. Well, that's sailor, yeah. At Yahoo. And also, um, I mean, I, I'm on Facebook too. Um, I think my my page is set pretty private because of my profession. But um, if somebody personal messages me, I will reach out to them. Um, and that is just Angie Saylor. Okay, perfect. I do have an Instagram account, but I don't ever use it. <laughs> I'm with you. I, I still don't even know how the hell that, how, how to use Instagram right now. Like, okay. There's so much out there. Like I made my, I made my first 5,000 people on Facebook and then God told me to go to LinkedIn. So I'm over on LinkedIn. I got close to 2,500 over there. And then, oh, sorry. Do you like using LinkedIn? I love LinkedIn. It's a, it's a amazing platform. I'm, I'm starting the TikTok thing and not really like it's, it's taking a lot out of me to do TikTok. But. Yeah, I don't do any of that stuff. I don't even, yeah, I, that's something I'm going to have to get acquainted with a little bit more. Heather's pretty good with that stuff, but I I have a bit, quite a following on Facebook just because of my journey and just stuff from the past, you know, but I don't, right. I don't do any of the other stuff. I might have to learn, huh? <laughs> you might, you might, it might. Uh, and go to Amazon and go get Angie's book today because I think everybody yeah. should read that, you know. Awesome. Book Dealer, A Way Out by Angela Saylor. S as in Sam, A-I-L-O-R. There we go. All right, ladies, thank you so much. Thank you to our guests for joining us today. One last shout out. I would love for everybody to come to our second annual Don Gray Memorial Fun Classic, August 19th. Uh, you get your cart, eight, nine, 18 holes and a steak dinner for only $100 Canadian. So for you Americans, that's pretty damn cheap. Uh, get email today and get registered at registerdgm at gmail.com. So if you or anybody you know that has been affected by cancer, uh, this is the golf tournament for you because all proceeds are going to go to the Chatham Kent Peer Cancer Support Group in honor of my dad. Uh, so yeah, come and have fun. Come golf with me. Like seriously, it's going to, it's going to be fun. Um, I can't golf with shit, so guaranteed I won't be winning. But it's the fun that matters, right? So <laughs> we'd be your perfect partners. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, if you ladies came, I swear, then I would golf. But as it stands, I'm gonna just be going like going around. But if you ladies came, 
<laughs> I might put my mother in charge of the golf tournament and then go have fun. <laughs> That's actually the same day as our annual party. So. Oh, really? Oh, well, then you take pictures of your party. I'll take pictures of my party. Yes, and, and then we'll collaborate. We'll, like, change. We'll collaborate. But it's going to be, like, a whole weekend thing, so we could, yeah. We'll have to. I mean, if it's meant to be, we'll end up getting together in person someday. Yes, I would love that. <laughs> this 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 could be dangerous <laughs> in a good way. Yeah, we'll all fun. be unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, ladies, thank you so much. Thank Don't you. forget, guys, um, check us out on our YouTube channel, which is Unstoppable Overcomers, and our uh, Roku channel. We are on Roku, so and that is Unstoppable Overcomers as well. Um, definitely subscribe to our channels, like, and send to your network. Sharing is caring, and be unstoppable in all that you do. Bye, friends.